Welcome to month three of the transformation series, Fear and Self-Trust. And the first point I want to make here is that what I'm referring to when it comes to fear is not the emotion, but the state. Okay, the emotion is good and necessary. It contains valuable data, valuable information, and you wouldn't survive without it. If you're faced with, say, you know, a dangerous situation, for example, where you could potentially die, if you didn't experience the emotion, if you were not afraid, like, oh shit, I better not go there, um, what's to keep you from venturing into that dangerous situation? Nothing, okay? Experiencing that emotion of fear is good, it's necessary, it's what keeps you alive. You would not be here watching this video without it, okay? What happens though, similar to guilt, as we've previously discussed, is that instead of simply receiving the data, acknowledging it, okay, acknowledging what it's telling you, like, here's a dangerous situation, don't go there, and then from there, choosing an appropriate course of action, like going somewhere else, what we do is we hang on to it. So it's not just temporary, it becomes this permanent state that we live in. Okay, instead of simply listening to fear, we're now at the mercy of fear and it runs us. It runs us, it runs everything that we do, and this is what you want to let go of. Okay, and uh, I really want to emphasize this first point here, that fear as an emotion is good and necessary because everything in today's society is telling you the opposite. Okay, we live in a world that really glorifies no fear, like that's a virtue, that's an ideal um, if you could just get rid of fear completely, whew, you are a god. That's what society is telling you. You know, fear is labeled as bad. It's labeled as unacceptable, as a weakness. You know, you should be ashamed if you're afraid. You're not a true person if you're afraid. You're a weak little bitch. You're a pussy. That's what society is telling you, you know. And uh, it should be the opposite. Because if you really think about it, and let this sink in, glorifying no fear what is it really glorifying? It's glorifying disowning an important part of who you are. That's what we're doing. We're glorifying trying to get rid of the fear aspect of us. You know, which of course is not the goal. Um, it's the opposite of the goal. The goal is full self-acceptance. This is taking you in the opposite direction. And that's what we're, you know, valuing. Hey, let's all try to go in the opposite direction of full self-acceptance. No, Let, let's get rid of this aspect that keeps us alive. No, okay, fear is not the enemy. Fear is your friend. It's part of who you are. You are bound to experience it. And uh, it's not just you, by the way, who experiences fear. It's everyone. Everyone is afraid. <laughs> Let that sink in. Everyone who's alive right now is fucking afraid. They experience that emotion. And that is good because they would not be alive otherwise. Okay, it's part of who we all are. And uh, just realizing this, by the way, letting go of that fear equals bad label, um, will start changing your relationship with fear and change your experience of fear. Okay, this is always the first step. Change the label. Fear is not bad, and in reality, it's not good either. It's just natural. Okay, and uh, similar to guilt, where we feel guilty about feeling guilty, oftentimes we experience fear about experiencing fear. So by changing the label here, you also kill the momentum behind it. Okay, so next time you're afraid, there's that emotion that kicks in, that's natural. Don't freak out, don't resist it. From there, a question you should always be asking yourself is what is the payoff? What is the payoff 
um, of hanging on to this state of fear because there's always a reason. Okay, part of you, most likely in your subconscious, still believes that this fearful state serves you in one way or another. You know, being in this fearful state keeps you alive. And uh, this is something you must dive into. Okay, what's so good about hanging on to fear and what's so bad about letting go of it? And then whatever sensations arise, <sighs> release them. Okay, and in terms of the payoff, I mean, there are many, but probably the biggest one, in my opinion, is that we believe that without being in this state of fear 24-7, all of those unacceptable aspects of who we are uh, that we've disowned in the past would come rushing up to the surface and would ruin us. So as you know, due to the way that we're conditioned during our upbringing, we start disowning unacceptable aspects of who we are. Okay, we're taught that parts of us are acceptable and other parts are not. And if we want to fit into this society, if we want to survive, we must get rid of all of the parts that are not. We must disown them. And that's what we do. We make this split and we just try to get rid of the unacceptable aspects. But because they're a part of us and there's nowhere for them to go, we just place them out of sight. We just shove them in the back shadows of our subconscious and uh, keep living our lives that way. <laughs> okay. Now, because of this, because there's this split and there's this whole part of you that you hate inside of you and you must always keep out of sight, you live your life constantly trying to keep yourself in check internally, constantly monitoring yourself, regulating yourself to make sure that none of those aspects surface again. So you start living your life, regulating who you are out of fear to never let any of that out. And we believe that if we let go of this state of fear, then what would happen? All of those unacceptable things would just come rushing up to the surface and we would be finished. Okay. That not only other people would see those unacceptable aspects like, oh my God, there's all that bad shit about you. Holy shit. They would see through the front, not just that. Okay. But we would see them and have to confront them again. And because it's during traumatic times that we disown them in order to survive, that same fear of death kicks in. And we literally think that if that comes rushing up to the surface, we would die. So it's like, we're all walking around with this enemy inside of us that is a part of us fearing that it may surface and fearing that if it does, it'll completely ruin us. And if we let go of fear of this state of fear, what's to keep all of that from happening? Okay. And this is why pretty much all of humanity lives in this state of paranoia and fear. Okay. And of course it's impossible to trust yourself completely. If there's that part of you that you fear, there's that part of you like, Oh man, if I let this part of me out, I'm fucked. You live with this split inside and this is really at the root of it all. Okay. And the important thing to realize here is that this strategy is flawed because on one hand, and really let this sink in, in terms of hanging on to this state of fear as a way of remaining safe. That's why we do it. it keeps me safe. Realize that it does the complete opposite. Okay. By hanging on to fear to feel safe, you never feel safe because you're always afraid. So it never accomplishes that fucking goal. Okay. You keep experiencing the thing you're trying to avoid. And on the other hand, and this is the big one, what are you fearing? The goal you're fearing authenticity. As we discussed, the goal is full self acceptance. The goal is to reown 
all of those unacceptable aspects of you that you disowned in the past. And that's what you're fearing. You think that it'll ruin you, when in reality, that's what'll free you. Okay, you must reown all of those unacceptable aspects. And uh, this is why, again, fear is a big one that you have to sink into and let go of. You must let go of this state. Now, what I thought I'd do here is go over some of the big common fears that we all have. And the first one, building on what we just discussed, is the fear of rejection. And this is a fear that we've had from the moment we're born, since we're dependent on our parents for survival, or whoever is um, raising you to survive, we fear from the moment we come into this world being rejected and being abandoned. For if that happens, we die. If we're alone, we die. And this stays with us all the way into adulthood, where we're constantly now worrying about what people think of us, worrying about, do I fit in here? Do I fit in? Am I going to be rejected? Am I going to be abandoned? Um, are people judging me in a negative way? This could all lead to abandonment and death. That still runs us to this day. And it holds us back from being ourselves, doing what's authentic to us. Um, this is probably one of the biggest dream killers, this fear of rejection. And uh, again, most people just spend their lives trying to fit in, trying to conform. You know, And uh, with this fear of rejection, the first thing to change, as always, is the label. Okay, so understand the rejection is not bad. It's not good. It's natural. Okay, um, we've somehow bought into this lie that everyone must always get along with everyone else all the time. Okay, and this is bullshit. Rejection, conflict, disagreements, um, all of that will always happen in life. Why? Because we're all different. You know, and again, mainstream will pump the opposite. Mainstream will pump, we must all get along. There's a problem if we don't all get along. And you buy into that. You're like, shit, I guess everyone must always like me and I must always like everyone. That's impossible. That is not natural. Okay? We're all unique. We all have unique perspectives, beliefs, opinions, experiences. It's not natural for us to all get along with everyone equally. It's never going to happen. There are some people, guess what, that are not going to like you. No matter what you say or do, no matter who you are, some people will not like you. And you will not like some people. And that is just fucking fine. Okay, not everybody's meant to like you and you're not meant to like everybody. There's some people you meet where you just click with them. There's that natural chemistry. Awesome. There's some other people you meet, you just don't click with them. And it's not that they did anything wrong, there's just not that natural chemistry. And that is natural. The only way for you to click with them would be to be fake and put on this front. Okay, so let go of this lie that rejection is bad and you must always get along with everyone. It's unrealistic. It's not based in reality. Okay, and uh, just by changing this label, similar to changing the label with fear, as we discussed before, you will start changing your experience of rejection. Okay, and uh, beyond that too, Use intense rejections, the ones that really hurt, the really sting, okay, whether it's in a relationship um, or friendships, the ones that really trigger you to dive into your subconscious, okay, because if your reaction is disproportionate to the situation, okay, that's when you're triggered or have a pain body attack, there's probably trauma there. And that means it's a perfect opportunity to dive into that because until you do, that trauma will keep fueling that fear of rejection, 
Okay, if you were say rejected because you know if you're a guy and you like a girl growing up um, and you get shamed, there's trauma there. It's traumatic, and that'll keep running you. And there's always going to be that fear of rejection for say liking a girl. And you can change the label, like okay, rejection's natural, but if that trauma's still there, your reactions will always be disproportionate. You always keep being triggered. So use intense rejections wherever it is to dive into those sensations and let go of that trauma. Another thing you can do is bring your awareness to the real life consequences of a certain rejection. Okay, ask yourself, what exactly are the consequences here? And what you'll realize is that they're never as bad as we think they are. If you realistically sit down and ask yourself, what are the consequences? You know, you fear putting yourself out there, you fear doing X, Y, Z, what happens if you fail? What happens if you get rejected? Realistically. And if you sit down and you have to realistically, you know, list out what happens, it's never as bad as you think. And this is something I personally noticed um, teaching success with women. Um, you know, fear of rejection from a girl is huge for guys. Huge. And mentally, you think that, hey, if I go say hi to this girl... She's going to fucking flip out and some guy's going to see and smash a bottle and stab me with the bottle and I'm going to die. Like that's what you feel. You're like, oh man, if I put myself out there, even if I'm loud and people just hear me talking loud, I'm going to get stabbed and I'll die. That's, I mean, the, the mental movies you, you play. Um, but if you sit down to yourself, realistically, what are the consequences? What will happen? And most of the time it's, um, no, thank you. Okay, that's it. That, that's the rejection. Um, no thanks. And then you walk away. There's always a gap, okay? We always overblow things. So sitting down and even just writing them out, like that'll help cement them. Like what are the real consequences? Um, it'll help you not overblow them and buy into those, you know, delusions as much. And of course, the key to fully letting go of this fear of rejection is full self-acceptance. Okay, that's really at the root of it all to reown everything that was disowned. And when that happens, you'll no longer have the need okay, to have that front that you put on validated because that's what we do. There's that split, the unacceptable me and the acceptable me. The acceptable you is the front that you put on and you filter who you are through that and you need to have it validated. Okay, you need the approval and you fear the disapproval and have it deflated. Okay, that'll all disappear when you accept yourself fully, okay? And uh, as I said, this also links to the fear of being alone because we believe that we need someone to complete us. You know, there's a huge fear. If I'm alone, I'm fucked. No, chasing someone to complete you is a way of compensating for the unacceptable aspects of you. It's like chasing more money, more fame, more success, more things. It never gets to the cause. The next common fear that's linked to this one is the fear of failure, okay? Where we're all conditioned to link our self-worth to our success, our achievements, our accomplishments. And if we fail, if we make a mistake, our self-worth drops and we lose acceptability, okay? And with this one, once again, start by changing the label, okay? Failure, mistakes are not good, they're not bad, they are natural. Okay, it's impossible to learn without making mistakes. This is another lie that we bought into, similar to everyone must like me and I must like everyone. No, I must learn without ever making mistakes. 
No, that's impossible. Okay, it's not based in reality. Um, that's like trying to learn to stand up without falling over. I must learn to stand up without falling over. No, you need to fall over to learn how to stand up. You need to make mistakes in order to succeed, in order to not make mistakes. Okay, so mistakes, failure will happen. It is guaranteed to happen. And um, yeah, just start, start being realistic with this, you know, and see the value in them too. Again, find value in mistakes. It doesn't take away from who you are, okay? And if you have a lot of trouble with this as a stepping stone there, practice failing a few times. Get used to failing versus fearing it. And something to dive into here as well is the need to always know the right answer. You know, we're all so wrapped up in getting everything right. What if you don't? What's so bad about that? What sensations arise? Dive into those and release them, okay? And similar to the fear of rejection, this fear will disappear once you reown all of those unacceptable aspects of who you are. Okay, that's how you get to the cause, and that's how you truly let go of that attachment to a certain outcome. Okay, with rejection, you're looking for approval or someone else to compensate for the unacceptable aspects of who you are. Here, you're looking for success, you know, doing things right to compensate for it. The next big fear is fear of the unknown. And with this one, if you really want to go deep, realize that we actually don't fear the unknown. Okay, you hear this all the time, like we fear the unknown. No, why? Because you wouldn't know what to fear. It's unknown. Okay, you don't fear the unknown, you fear what you project on to the unknown. It's the same with death, by the way. We don't fear death or the unknown, it's what we project onto death which comes from our past. Your fears of the future, for example, are actually fears from the past because you don't know the future. It's unknown, okay? And the key here is to dive into the different traumas that you're still hanging on to that you keep projecting onto the future. And when you release them, you'll notice yourself being a lot less afraid, okay? A lot less scared of the future, the unknown, or even death. Another thing you can also do to help with this is uh, Make yourself sit down and write a list of things to look forward to. And uh, in terms of fearing the future, and this is one that really helped me because, fuck, this used to scare the shit out of me. Like I'd think ahead and I would look at my life up until now and I'm like, whoa, look at everything you had to do to survive up until this point in time. How are you gonna make it another X amount of years? How are you gonna make it until you die? <laughs> That's literally um, something that would keep me up at night. You know, especially with things changing so fast nowadays, it's like job security is dead. Um, what if it goes faster and faster? What if younger people come? Like, how are you going to survive? How are you going to make it? And I would flip out, okay? And one thing that really helped me here is um, realizing that if there's a lot of fear when you think about the future, it's because you're projecting yourself too far out ahead, you know? And you can't see most of the things that you will see then, okay? Most of the stuff you'll know then, the information that'll be available to you then, you don't have it now. So you're thinking about a situation that's too far ahead with the perspective that you have now and the gap's too big and that's why there's a lot of anxiety. Okay, so realize that right now you're able to cope with the present moment. You can always cope with the present moment. Then it'll be the same thing. You'll be able to cope with that present moment. Okay, that future you, not you right now, but the future you will be able to cope with that present 
moment. Okay, um, but these are some of the big fears that we have. And a common thing to notice, by the way, with all of these is that, you know, these fears are really not based in reality. You know, it has nothing to really do with the present moment, like <gasps> dangerous situation, emotion of fear. You know, they have to do with that split that we make, where it's like acceptable, unacceptable, or different traumas that run us. You know, one fear that I had for fucking ever, and this is like a phobia, you know, based on uh, a trauma that I had as a kid, was that fish phobia. You know, I was like traumatized to go swim. That's not fear that's based in reality. My life is not in danger going to swim and, you know, thinking that a fish will touch me. You're doing great, man. You're doing great. Dude, I will chase the fish. I will chase them. To conclude here, building on this, I thought I could touch on how fear can be useful. Okay, as we've discussed, underneath fear, at the root of it all, there's always that fear of authenticity. And what this means is that we can use these kinds of fears as a compass, if you will, to guide us towards being more authentic. Okay, you can use fear as a compass that guides you to these unacceptable aspects that you disowned. Fear is your compass. Never, ever forget this, okay? Now, I do want to make it clear that, you know, the compass you should use are those fears that are not necessarily based in reality, okay? If you're faced with a dangerous situation, don't use that to, like, fear, you know, I'm going to use this as a compass to trace it back to something I disowned. No, okay? But fear of rejection, for example, fear of being alone, fear of failure, fear of the unknown, all of these point towards authenticity okay and the key is to go into these fears to sink into them instead of running away from them or designing a life where you're never afraid where you never have to encounter situations that you know provoke that anxiety inside of you um go into them you know experience it what happens if you let fear take over if you let it fully take over and dive into it maybe you'll be surprised Maybe, as we said, you fear being destroyed, but in reality, you fear freedom. You fear full self-acceptance. You fear authenticity. That's on the other side of fear. So you can use fear to your advantage here. You know, reflect on it. Fear of rejection. Or if you're triggered, even better. Go and proactively get yourself triggered and dive into the sensations. Where's the trauma? Fear is your compass. Fear is your friend. <laughs> 